What up, everybody? It's your boy, Cousin Oz, the People's Mailman, back for another episode with Cousin Tony, the Architect. I want to start off this episode by saying thank you. Thank you to everyone who has supported the Cousins in any way. It's because of you that Cousin Tony and I are here going strong. We got 100 in the books, and it's only the beginning. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Season 3 of the Cousins Collectibles Podcast. Hey, your tone. Take it away, cuz. All right, all right, cousin tone. Here we are. Episode 101, the official start to season three. Now, we just recorded on Thursday only three days ago, but it feels like an eternity since then. So much has happened, and I can't wait to tell everyone about it. But before we get to that, cuzzo, how does it feel to have 100 episodes under your belt? Oh, my God. I'm just like, I finally um, got to like exhale because. Dude, there was a lot going on, man. Like, I had the whole queue full of people. Um, the chat was going. Uh, the whole time, I'm like, man, hopefully the internet stays. Like, I'm good. Like, I, I just, because I was, like, worried about my connection going down and the whole thing just going, you know, completely sideways. Um, that was awesome, man. First of all, thank you to everyone who joined us, man. It was cool. People were patient, waiting their turns. Like, I was a little nervous. I'm like, I didn't really... You know, they're doing us a favor by jumping on. I don't want to be having them sitting there forever. But the guests we had on before them or whatever it was, the conversation was good, too. So I'm like, I don't want to rush anybody off. So it was like a tough, you know, thing. It was almost like I needed that guy at the Apollo to chase him off. The, was it Sandman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah man. Uh, nah, dude, but it was awesome, man. And, and we, uh, I think we set the record for the best dressed podcast ever. Oh, yeah, that was nice. That was uh, last minute. I decided to just, well, you know, we were talking about it. You said, I'm going to put my tuxedo shirt on. So I was like, well, if you're going to wear that, I got to wear, wear something nice. So I went into my closet like 10 minutes beforehand, just got home from work. I was like, I, I have nothing but my one blue suit. <laughs> Screw it. <laughs> so that's like my one, one suit that I wear to everything. So I just threw it on and, uh, you know, as soon as everybody started coming on, you know, John was the first one. He's like, oh, I got to get my blazer. Hold on, hold on. And then Rob and everybody, you know, yeah. ensued with, with, you know, look, looking cool. So that that was dope. I like that. Yeah, for sure. So if you haven't seen the video part of it, check out our YouTube channel. Uh, like I said, you'll see the best dress podcast ever. Um, yeah. It deteriorated as the night went on. but still. <laughs> uh, No, but that that episode, definitely, that's one for for YouTube. That's a YouTube episode. You got to check that one out. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So, you know, now that 100's in the rear view, man, now we go season three, man. You know, episode 101. So, man, you, like you said, it was a busy weekend. You know, first I want to apologize to the commish and everybody else because he was busting my chops about I didn't, you know, put up any kind of like uh, post or anything to recap episode 100. It was just, first of all, you were somewhere else, you know, and we'll get into that. But I was just super busy this weekend. Um, just didn't get around to it, but like I said, it's all on YouTube, so check it out over there. Um, <laughs> it's a way to get our numbers up, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, man. So, listen, let's talk about it, man. Yet another trip to Florida mm -hmm. for the people's mailman, but this time, like I said, the father of the year title was, was on the line. It was a fight to the finish between you and the sports car dad who you ran into and, yeah. and other dads that were there. Oh, yeah, but, yeah definitely, you know. Um, so dude, talk to me first about, um, just, uh, real quick, just, uh, let's just say, you know, you get there, you get on the plane, all that stuff, but you finally get there. Just what's going through your mind as both a father, a collector, all that stuff, you know? So talk to me a little bit. Yeah. 
so first things first, it was early in the morning. We we did everything where I, I booked a flight in the morning to get there by eight o'clock. Uh, so we had to be at the Philly airport like at four to make sure everything was good to go. So four in the morning. So we, you know, we had to wake up by two and getting my daughter up that early was not not easy. So getting her, getting getting her ready, getting showered, then hopping in the car, driving an hour to the airport, you know, making it to uh, Orlando. And then, dude, honestly, I, I've never uh, myself booked an Uber. You know, I'm usually once I go to Florida, it's either, you know, I, I got my car, my rental already. Uh, so that was, you know, I downloaded the app, so I had to figure that out. And it, it was a, a very pleasant experience, you know, not not as stressful as I thought it would be. So, you know, they were like three minutes away, bang, put the thing in, put my card, and they were there. So that, that was a nice and easy transition. So I, I was I actually stressing that. I was like, man, I don't know how to do this Uber thing, bro. <laughs> I know Tony does it all the time, but I have no idea. Look at you, uh, adulting. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so we then, we you know, we make it, and then it, we're pretty early. So we figured let's let's get something to eat. Uh, the place didn't open till 10 o'clock, but that was for VIP only. So we get to this, uh, the double tree right there by universal in Orlando. And, you know, you get there, there's this huge blow up, you know, those big blow ups that they have at the cars when they're trying to sell cars. Yeah. yeah it's like that, yeah. but it's a huge Frankenstein right outside the, the thing. You, you see people all dressed up and, uh, I was like, screw it. We might as well wait. Cause I don't know what's going to happen. So it was like eight 30. And so we get in line knowing that we're not going to be able to get into like 11, but the line was already around the corner. Okay. So I was like, yeah, we might as well just get in here and wait. So sports car dad, Dustin hits me up. He's like, Hey, I'm at my, up my hotel, which is directly across the street from the double tree. He's like, we're finishing up getting ready. We're probably going to go head over and get in line. Um, if you guys want to meet up, I'm like, dude, I'm already here. I said, okay. so I'll save you a spot in, you know, in the line. He's like, Oh, cool, cool. I better hurry up then. So then a couple minutes later, he shows up with his daughter. We're there chilling. We're in, we're in the line. And uh, we're probably there for like half an hour. And all of a sudden, this lady comes over from uh, the, uh, the, you know, one of the volunteers. And it's Spooky Empire is what they're called. That was in charge of the whole thing. So she comes over and she's like, all right, anybody that bought the exclusive package, follow me. Got to get out of this line and we got to go around the corner. So I'm assuming um, Dustin, you know, got the package, but he's like, no, I only got the photo, photo opportunity. I said, like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. I said, bro, we're going to get split up. He's like, yeah, I guess, you know, so I had to leave him and go to the other side. I was like, damn. So we had this elaborate plan. You know, our, our whole thing was like, okay, we're going to get there. We'll get in line together. You know, I'll go first. I'll give you my phone. You can use your phone. So one person can video, the other person can take a million pictures. We'll, document the whole thing the whole you know picture getting the picture and also the autograph of millie and we you know we had this whole plan in our minds and little did we know that was not going to happen uh so basically we get split up uh i figured out you know that i had to get inside they're like all right here's what's going to happen you're going to go inside you're going to show your credentials they're going to give you everything that you need once you get everything you need you got to come back and get into another line so then everybody's like what are you talking about? So then three of the volunteers come into where we're at. Uh, and the one lady is just pulling her hair out. She's like, dude, I don't know what's going on, but this thing went from two lines. There's now five lines out there. And the one lady's like, what the hell do you mean? There's five lines. She's like, I don't know, but everybody's like forming a line. I have no idea what's going on. Nobody's I'm not getting paid much, too much for this. I'm a volunteer. I don't know how And she's having a meltdown. You know what I mean? I'm just like, Oh my God. So, like that whole first, you know, right before it was, it was already 10 o'clock. So she had started 
um, any VIP, she was doing autographs. So Millie started right at 10 o'clock. So then they were going to allow us to get in at 11 to start the photos. But from 10 to 11, bro, that was insane. People were like, it was crazy that not only the volunteers yelling, but, you know, people that were waiting in line were going, you know, it was hot. You know how Florida yeah. it, it got yeah. real hot and muggy real quick. So it was definitely an experience before anything even started. <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes. So real quick before we continue into it. So uh, Mike Tyson is appearing out near uh, Monroeville, Pennsylvania, out near Pittsburgh. And I, I didn't, there was a couple tickets left. I've been monitoring this for a while. And I just, finally the other day, I was like, ah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just pass it. It was just a photo op. And I'm like, ah, I got it. And I'm just thinking of like, is it going to be worth like all the hassle and stuff like that? Because it's just going to be a real quick thing. And I'm like, ah, man, I don't know. Like what in your situation, I find it totally different. Like if for the kid, I don't, you know, I'll go wherever. Like it's, yeah. but it's basically this for me. I'm like, ah, you know what? Maybe I, I know he comes down to like Chantilly or something like that. Maybe I don't know. I'll just, it just didn't, it wasn't jiving. So I'm like, ah, I'm, I'm just I, gonna... I get that. I get that. Cause if it was just me and I went through all that, what I went through, my, and I wasn't with my daughter, I would have been like, why did I spend all that money for that? Because, and, you know, especially with somebody like Mike Tyson, you know, somebody that's very popular. The other people that are not, you know, they're on the fringe or B-list celebrities that were all there, you know, they take their time. They'll have conversations yeah. with you. They'll pose. They'll do all kinds of crazy stuff. And they'll let you videotape everything. Um, but, yeah, with, with Millie, it just – she basically flipped that thing upside down, bro, because they were not ready for the amount of people – um, you know, cause it, it's a horror convention. So they're just used to the regular people coming dressed up that, that are into horror B list, B list celebrities. Millie obviously is on the come up and everybody and their mom showed up kids. Dude, I seen babies to like freaking, you know, teenagers, they were all there. Um, and you, you know, you walk into this place and everybody's dressed up creepy. You know, they, you got Michael Myers rolling around, you got Freddy Krueger, you got Chucky, you know, like any, anybody that you, you could see. Yeah. You know, that they were dressed up and walking around. The cosplay was ridiculous. Um, wow. And then you have, you know, these moms walking around with their kids trying to get, you know, photos for and, and autographs of, of Millie. So they were not ready for that whole thing, bro. They were melting down. That's crazy. Well, first of all, Eddie Munster is not a B-list celebrity, so you need to put some respect on his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Dude, I felt bad because there was nobody at his table. Damn man, that's messed up, man. Yeah, he's an OG, you know what I mean. But it's like yeah. the 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 older we get, like nobody remembers. Just, that. Yeah, nobody. None of those girls, little girls, uh, looking for eleven. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea who. Yeah, Eddie he's Munster. not. He's not the cute, you know, Eddie, little Eddie Munster anymore. You know what I mean? He's the old man, <laughs> the creepy old man in the corner. It's crazy. So uh, let's fast forward a little bit. Uh, so you you know you do the auto thing, which by the way, man, that that um, that that auto looks fire, man. The, the the way it bounces off the card, um, yeah. just the, the the color. Oh, real quick. So did um, your daughter and and uh, sports card dad daughter get a little bonding action there real quick? I mean, I know yeah, she's, your Alexis is shy, but. Alexis is very shy, um, yeah. and his daughter was funny. And, you know, she's a little shorty, but she she, okay. she portrayed her. So she, you know, it was almost like she was a little woman. You know what okay. I mean? So yeah. She was, you know, great attitude, and you could tell she's she's mature for her age. And uh, 
what was funny was her, her dad pointed it out. She's like, look, she got the eyelashes. She put the eyelashes on. Okay. So and she's like, Dad, why you put you know put me on black? He's like, I'm just saying, you don't need those. He's like, well, these these are the the small ones. He's like, if those are the small ones, I'd hate to see the big ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's don't get me started on that, man. <laughs> so uh, talk to me about the auto though, man. You find, I mean, I know you guys took the picture, but. Yeah, I feel like that was a whole rush thing, as you said. Security was crazy; they weren't. But it, it, it the dude, but it was fun because you know you had no idea they have her behind the curtain, so the lines you know were around the corner. You're waiting, 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 so you have no right. idea what's going on. But when you know my daughter first seen her, and I seen her, I got I was like awestruck, like man, this is Millie Bobby Brown. You know what I mean? Eleven <laughs> in the flesh, and you know she's she's beautiful. You know she's 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 gorgeous. You know she's she's and. So nice, bro. Just the nicest person you could ever meet. Uh, cool. You know, we went in there and she said hello. And I was like, you know, in her accent. And I was like, hello, Millie. And my daughter was just like, uh. you know, and she's like, well, why don't you come over here? You know, so my yeah. daughter daughter got on the one side. I got on the other side. You know, we took the picture and we, we you know, we walked out. My daughter was like, man, I should have said something. <laughs> I was like, I said, you'll have another opportunity, you know, when we do the auto. She's like, yeah, but what am I going to say? And I told her like a million different things to say. And she was like, no, no. And I was like, listen, I didn't bring you here to talk about all the what ifs. You know, right. first of all, you just got to put your arm around Millie Bobby Brown. Can you wrap that around your little mind now? Like you just got to meet your idol. Yeah, but I, I don't want to hear no negatives. Yeah, You just got to meet her. You got well until I see the picture. It's not going to be real. I, I, I oh I my know. gosh, did, did, did that even happen? Did that even happen? <laughs> I don't know. It went so quick. I'm just like, you know what? Whew, deep breaths here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, Daddy spent a lot of money for this. <laughs> um, no, but it, it, you know, she, she honestly, I think in her mind, she was just, uh, she couldn't believe it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, even though she had her arm around Millie in her mind, she couldn't fathom the fact that she had her arm right. around Millie taking a, a right. photo, which was funny. That's crazy. And uh, little Jovi was there too, right? <laughs> that was another thing. Her fiance, little Bon Jovi was there. So like the whole time. What's that kid's that, name? I don't even know his uh, name. Jake. Oh, Jake. okay. Sorry. I, mean, I think. Jake. <laughs> don't, don't, don't quote me on that one. Oh, yeah. Well, um, let's just go with little, little Bon Jovi. Then. We'll call him Jay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So basically he was there the whole time, bro, supporting her, which I thought was pretty cool. So every, you know, he's there, he wasn't behind her for the pictures, like, you know, not in the picture, but over there in the corner watching her the whole time. And then for the autos as well. And at, at the end for the Q and a, so from, you know, 10 o'clock till six o'clock, he was right by her side. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're born on third base, you got nothing else to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> kudos, <right>. kudos <laughs> to Jay. Yeah. Little sucker. <laughs> so, uh, so you guys, uh, the auto though, man. Um, any anything um, happened with that? Because I know you had uh, you bought the marker and all that stuff. Yes, yeah, so I went I out. Just want to get as many details as we can. Yeah, I so you know, I, I was I was really worried about that. Um, so I had gone to Michael's, the the art store, and purchased you know on commissions. Uh, you know, he told it told me to go ahead and purchase the one sharpie, the the silver one, the permanent marker. You know, so which I went in and got two of those just in case. So when we got into line, I, I ripped it out, make sure I took it out. He said, make sure you prime it up, make sure it's ready to go. So I'm writing on the thing. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. So I pop off the, you know, because it was in that case that it was inside to pop it off that looked like a slab. Yeah. Had it ready to go. We get up there. And I said, hey, Millie, 
if you don't mind, if you could use this marker here, uh, you know, I'd appreciate it. And if you could just sign right at the bottom, she's like, oh, no problem. I have the same exact one. Look, it's the same one. And I was like, no. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but you've probably been using it for the last two hours. <laughs> Did you? And I was like, you know, I was like, whatever, man. Yeah. What are you going to say to Millie? So I was like, oh, OK, no problem. Right. So she signed it. it, came out great, you know what I mean? So I think the only thing that might have been, you know, better if she would have used the the newer one, the the tip might have been a little finer. Gotcha. So that's the only thing, like it, it, the the auto was a little too fat um, to to get, you know, all, you know, the MBB to really see it clearly, but it's still dope as hell. Um, you know, I could show you real quick. Yeah, flash that up on the screen for everybody yeah. on YouTube. Let me put you up here on. Yeah, so now you're showing up on the screen. Yeah, that's a really nice auto, man, because it's a darker background. So with the silver, definitely pops. Yeah. Uh, very nice. So the next the next problem, or is this a thing to come up now, though, is getting that thing authenticated. Yeah. You and I, you know, we ran with the commission. We're talking about how do you. So yeah, this so is the first thing, you know, so I'm looking, I asked the lady beforehand, the one lady that was pulling out her hair early on yeah. and she's there staying like security. So she was making sure. So, you know, getting back to the whole security thing, bro, they did not allow any pictures or videotape of any kind, not even in the line. Once you pulled your phone out, they're telling you to put it away. So you couldn't even do anything, take pictures of her. So, um, you know, like right away that we couldn't do anything with, with that. Now, once that happened, I, I was talking to the lady and I was like, hey, listen, do you have any any idea if they have, you know, authentication, certificate of authentic authentication for this? And she was like, I don't know. You know, because she, she was already like burnt out. Yeah, she's like, dude, there's now nine lines outside. <laughs> yeah. and you're asking me about authentication. I'm authenticate yeah. your ass right up out of here. Yeah, and I'm just I look I'm looking at her like, all right, I'm not gonna bother you anymore. I I, I get it. I get it. You're fried. <laughs> So, but in my mind, I'm hoping and praying and, but I'm looking and I, I don't see a booth anywhere. Or I don't see, you know, people are coming out with their memorabilia and just walking out. And I'm like, yeah. damn, I said, so finally, when we get in there, it's behind the curtain and, and you see, and you realize there's no authentication for it. I'm like, great. So now I have to provide some type of provenance for this. And I'm not sure if uh, PSA will be willing to uh, go ahead and uh, authenticate it. And I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I mean, you definitely have enough proof. Um, what's funny is, so that that's like, dude, like there's people on there that, that are getting this thing signed and there's probably people getting that thing signed with the intentions of selling it. Yeah. And they're going to go put that up on eBay. I mean, and they might find other people that are just like them, but when that thing sits there for a while and it's, there's nothing to prove that it is what it is, that, you know, what mm -hmm. they say it is, uh, that's like one of those things, man, if you don't really know, you, you know, nobody's going to tell you. So yeah. Well, similar to the Funko that I have behind me, that one doesn't have, you know, a certificate of authenticity. So now that I've seen that this one didn't have it, so now I'm thinking even more that this is realistic, you know, this right, is right, a real, real auto. So in my mind, this is real. Right, right. You can't tell me nothing because I know for a fact I went and got a Millie Auto and they didn't have, you know, Beckett there or somebody or JSA to go ahead and authenticate it right there on the spot. So yeah, I got a dope ass Millie like auto right there too. So what's the next move? You like contact move is I gotta contact PSA somebody or, that's gonna know. Yeah, yeah. Some I don't know if it's PSA, maybe call them up um sometime tomorrow or Tuesday and find out exactly what I have to do to get that authenticated. Um, you know. So we were I was talking probably doing it in person, you know, 
like I, similar to what I did with the Allen Iverson auto when we went to the Philly show, PSA was there, talked to the guy, got everything done, and boom, they had it back to me in, in four days. Um, so I might wait for the next show, whether it be that or the we were talking about the national. Yeah. Okay. Last question with this, then we'll move on because I want to ask you about some card stuff. But um, Q and A, did you guys get to ask a question or? Well, I mean, you know, at first they're just like, "Hey, anybody that has a question, just get along on the on the opposite side right here." So they, you know, a bunch of people lined up, and my daughter said she had a question, but she was too afraid to ask it. So uh-huh. that we just, you know, chilled. I wasn't going to be the one going up there yeah. and asking the question, but it was pretty cool. So they had about like fifty people lining up. And, uh, you know, most of them females, girls, a couple of dudes. The one guy was real creepy and uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, like real creepy. And everybody yeah, like, I, I can imagine. I was like, you know, that, that's that's why they have all that security. Because I'm like, dude, you know that damn well, there was some. Yeah, dudes like his first first three sentences are Millie. I love you. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. Millie, I can't tell you how much you look good today. And I'm where everybody's like, like just get right. to the question, bro. Yeah, yeah. Your her fiance is right there. You're not going to get lucky. Like, <laughs> you keep it moving, bro. <laughs> wow. So listen, man, I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy that you got to experience that with her, man. Like I said, yesterday that we, we got on that three-way call with the uh, commission. We were talking. So it, yeah. it was dope, man. To, you got it done, man. You got yeah, it man. done. And you probably were. I mean, that ride back must have been torture. So. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. It was, but it was it was well worth it. Every penny, every you know, lost wink of sleep, definitely worth it. Uh, right before I came downstairs, I just got a random hug out of the blue from my daughter. So nice. it was, it was uh, that was like one of those like thanks, Dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She won't say it, but it was like, all right, that's cool, man. But that's dope. So now that we were chasing autos and celebrities and all that stuff, I want to ask you because I. First of all, I'm done making like absolute saying I'm done like buying stuff because every time I say that or say I'm take a break, like something guaranteed freaking pops up. So enough of that. When I say that again, everybody always stop. Don't don't say that. <laughs> so rainbows, chasing rainbows building um, to you gimmick or no? Nah? <laughs> <laughs> I know to you it's not. Um, yeah. No, it's not. I mean, I. I I wouldn't say I chased the rainbow, but at one point in time, I remember I had the the Iversons, the one prism card mm-hmm. that I had like the five different variations. It wasn't the whole rainbow because to get the whole rainbow would be crazy. Yeah, um, that was for 2021. Um, but I, I had like five or six of them, you know, the green shimmer and the pink this and the fast break that and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that that's to, to the extent that's that's what I did. If I if I did anything, it probably be something similar to what you did and you chased the rainbow so something I, I never thought you would be doing um so talk yep. talk to me about that uh you another uh hidden deal from tony you know keeping it from the eyes and the commish going you know backdoor deals that nobody knows about like i could have found you on channel 69 news talking about tony ramos went missing going on a backyard deal because he did, he was too cool to tell anybody, and I would have found out that my my partner was found dead in the alley for doing you know deals without letting his partner know. But go ahead, talk to me about it. Yeah, I took my wife, so if anything was gonna happen, she would just record well, me. That's even my ass beat. Yeah, yeah, she would just record me getting like beat down. <laughs> uh, I would have lost both of you guys in one. Film. Yeah, I know. Uh, before I, I get into that, do you think that rainbows is kind of the modern alternative to set collecting? 
I think it has to be. Um, there's only, yeah, dude, to try to collect a full set of cards, unless I, I mean, unless you're going with the base set, which I think can be done for these modern sets. Uh, but with all these parallels and everything that goes along with it, if you're a player collector, uh, I, I think that's probably the closest you're going to get to set collecting, you know, as it was like back in the day. So I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I think of. So let me pull this up here. So I can share it on the YouTube. I, sir, purchased a full rainbow from my friend of the show, Mr. Bambino sports cards. El Bambino. Uh, El Bambino. I forget what episode he was on, but he was on the show before. And he purchased a collection of a Terrell Owens Super Collector. And I say Super Collector. He said this guy had thousands. Really? Of Terrell I, Owens. I was wondering how he got a hold of that. I'm like, how the hell did Bambino get all them? Yeah, yeah. Thousands. I mean, this guy, he said that the guy specifically said when i go he goes when i go into something a player whatever it is, i go all in so yeah. like to have thousands i'm like thousands He's like yeah man he goes dude i mean like boxes and boxes of, of to wow yeah so he posted that he had the rainbow and i saw it i'm like man i gotta have that <laughs> gotta have that so right away slid into the dms i'm like yo what's going on we gotta make this thing happen <laughs> and um that was the other day. Well, our show releases Monday. It would have been Saturday, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the same day you were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So, it, it's not a long story as far as the deal or nothing. It was just, I want that. Let's make it happen. Um, I'm on my way. So, and we're <laughs> actually, so we're not, we're only, we're like two hours away from each other. So, I'm at the halfway point, which is cool. Did okay. a couple parking lot deals, <laughs> uh, which is always, we're like in the back of the parking lot and, you know, but. So I ended up with the 2005 Terrell Owens X-Fractor Rainbow. And I'll put these up on the screen. You guys so can see they're all X-Fractors? They're all X-Fractors. I haven't even posted these yet, um, but I will. And the first one is the, the one-on-one. Mm -hmm. It's like a white, uh, has a white border. Really nice. I mean, dude, these X-Fractors reminds me of my buddy Steve Splenda. The gold is at a 10. That's Very nice. nice. Yeah, the gold one hits. I like really. that gold one better than the one on one. Yep. Yeah, gold. so do I. So do yeah. I. The one on one actually it's has um it's kind of strange. It has a little bit of uh the 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 X Fractor foil, but around yeah. it is like a just a it's regular. Yes, yep, yeah. The gold one by far is the better card. Actually the the black out of twenty five isn't too bad either. Yeah, so that's out of twenty five. The green at a fifty. That's dope too. <laughs> yeah, kind of got a little bit of a color match on the green out of fifty. Yep. The blue out of one fifty. Nice. That guy there, and the white out of two fifty. Gotcha. So in one fell swoop, I got the entire rainbow, which is freaking sweet. In in a nice case, he brought it to me in a nice comic book case. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, man, like these, remember the other day when I was asking about if, if people think these are going to take off or stuff like that, it wasn't because, I mean, yeah, I'm here to pump these cards. Sure, I mean, I'll just say it, right? But um, no, it's just like, I feel like we, we're going to be more cognizant of these types of cards, mm -hmm. these these 90s, 2000s cards. Cause like I said, I, I just, at some point, I, I mean, I can speak for myself. I, I really don't have any interest in the modern. 
maybe one day. Um, just my fandom is a lot different as a 43 year old now than it was back then. Like now mm-hmm. I just, it's about the team more so than certain players It's whatever. But like I said, I, I think that we're, we're going to start to see a little bit more of, of stuff like this being talked about or being posted about. Pack Nicholson has some sweet X-Fractors, man. We yeah, those X-Fractors, you know, cards like that, serial numbered, um, or that you know that are short printed, those are the ones that out of the 90s, you know, because the junk wax is there. We all know about that. But there's hidden gems all over the place in those 90s sets, you know, and it doesn't, you know, we, we, we talk about the, the top of the line inserts, but these, you know, cards like that, bro, you mm-hmm. know, there's there's so many dope cards that you can find and get into. And like you said, it, it's just a matter of time because people, you, you're either kind of like you're either modern and getting all the, the nice fancy or you're prospecting mm-hmm. or you're flawless and stuff like that, chunky patches right. or you're vintage. And there's people that are, you know, then there's the nineties insert guys that know about all these sets and they're just like, you guys are sleeping on all this cool stuff. You know, you're worried about this and that, but there's, you know, gems that are, that are there hidden treasures within the, those sets that if you know, you know, you're, you're definitely going to be, be able to rack up on that stuff before it starts to hit. Because honestly, dude, it's just a matter of time. You know, we're in our forties, 20 years from now, when the kids that are 10 right now are 30, they're going to look at this stuff as, you know, sort of vintage. Right. But cooler yep. because it's not just the plain. plain right. It's got the. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's got it's got the shine and the flash that they've, that they've grown used to growing up. They're like, yeah. oh, look at those old man cards. They're kind of shiny like our yeah. cards. Yeah. So, yeah. Where like you always say, like with the vintage, like, dude, that's dry. I get it. Yeah. You like the flash. You like the, you know, the shine. And, and I, I totally get that because they're not. If you're looking for like flash and stuff, that's that's not what, what it's about. Uh, and I remember when I showed this to you guys in the Wolfpack chat, right? I mean, I was like, dude, I'm so into like collecting for me right now. I could care less about like the mainstream stuff or the stuff that I, mean, I sound like uh, stacking slabs, the hobby alternative. <laughs> I, I really can care less. Like I, I, I don't care. Like it's just strange. Like all the stuff that that you see every day recycle that I don't give a crap about that stuff right now. Like it's Which is funny. Cause it's, it's a total 180 from when you first started yeah. when you were, you were purchasing stuff with the intent of flipping and how, you know what somebody else would like mm-hmm. instead of what you're doing right now. So yep. that's maturation, you know, and I think everybody that's been in here a while, they, they, they go through that. Um, you know, at first you want to try to come in and, and, you know, make money. You, you see opportunities, you see people, you talk about these big cards. So either you start ripping boxes or you start getting into breaks or you start buying singles based on, you know, trying to get them raw and get them graded, get a 10 and then flip it. And, you know, you play that game for a while. And then until you realize it's like, man, you know, let, let me take advantage of this hobby and what it, what it's really about. And, you know, it's an escape and it, it's, you, you can tell like, dude, you, you've come full circle and I love it. I love seeing that. Yeah, appreciate it. I, I see zero fun in picking up movable pieces. You just, I, I just, I don't, it does nothing for me when you tell me that you picked up uh, whoever is the quarterbacks of the, that the guys are planning and selling yeah. stuff. It does nothing for me, man. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, just yeah. show me the hundred dollar bill you that you the get. Black, like, the black prism of the new Atlanta Falcons quarterback. What's his name? Reader, whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't even know his name, but uh, you know, apparently he's the next one, I guess, just because he started. Yeah, Desmond, Desmond Ritter. Yeah, Desmond Ritter. So it's like cool, but you know, the black I, I seen it posted and you know, the had like 300 likes or something crazy. Wow. So people are, you know, oh yeah, it's cool, black prison. Da, da, da. Yeah, but it's like you know, you'll, you'll see a Joe Montana one on one and people will just like 10 likes. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I just listen. Hey man, to each to, to each his own. Like I said, maybe people like those. It's just it's just not for me. It doesn't move. Yeah. So when I buy a whole TO rainbow, yeah, man, that to me is dope. And you know, I'll keep keeping it a secret till I get them, you know, and then I'll tell you about them later. So. <laughs> Anyways, you sir got to you man, what a weekend for the Oz. You get to meet your TV. I mean, you got a lot of heroes. Everybody's your hero. Uh, <laughs> so you meet your TV hero, and then you got to meet your hobby hero yeah. virtually. Uh, yeah. You know, but my, uh, hobby, my hobby man crush. Yeah, your hobby. Yeah, your hobby man crush. You got to exchange some some DMs with him thanks to a clip from our guy, our guy Jeremy Lee. Jeremy Lee put up a clip about you, how you were inspired to get your uh, Allen Iverson, and then what. Yeah, like that. First of all, you know, we we did that what months ago when we yeah. had our interview with Jeremy Lee. So just out of the blue, Jeremy Lee just put a clip of me up there talking. I was like, what, what, what's Jeremy Lee doing? And you know, I get on there, and you're like, yo, check check IG. So I check it out, and it's the clip of me talking about how I got interested in AI and and what my inspirations were for that. And I talked about Chris Hoge and Christina's PC, and uh, how basically listening to them when I first came in. I was able to, you know, basically put together what I wanted to do, which was 90s inserts, but I, I couldn't afford Michael Jordan. So I decided to go ahead with uh, Allen Iverson. And then I, I further went on. So I, I was saying that when once I chose Allen Iverson, I, I really thought nobody else would be collecting him. Like I, I thought I was going to be like the man just ahead of the game. So I'm thinking 20 steps ahead of everybody because everybody's talking about Jordan or they're talking about, you know, prospects. Nobody's thinking about Allen Iverson, the real goat. And then I go ahead and on Instagram and I put his name in and like millions and millions <laughs> of accounts show up with AI. And I'm like, well, I guess I wasn't the only one. But then the main one that I got was Philly card collector. And that was the dude, you want to talk about inspiration. I got on his page and it was just like, wow. And it wasn't just, just AI. It's Kobe Bryant. It's Philly Legends. You know, it's Giannis. But his AI collection, dude, it was absolutely insane. And that's the guy that I talked about being my virtual checklist and everything. Not only were the cards crazy, but everything was like a PSA 10. Like you've seen mm -hmm. it. Like yeah. it's just, it's almost obnoxious. Like Jesus, like this guy's like, <laughs> and even the one ones like everything's a ten. It didn't matter what it was. It was just like they're perfect. He has all the perfect cards of AI. So even if I wanted to, like, try to get those one ones, I know who has them. It's him. Yeah, at least you know, know who has them. Yeah, but he's not coming up off of them. I yeah. can tell you that. Like this guy's a real collector, collector. Um, so out of the blue, once uh, Jeremy Lee posted that, I get two follows. One. Chris Hoge, you know, so shout out to, to my man, Chris. So he started following me, um, you know, after that shout out that I gave to him and then shout out to uh Philly card collector. Cause he, he gave me not only followed me, but like two seconds later, he hit me up, slid into my DMS and he was like, Hey, I seen that clip from uh, Jeremy Lee. I appreciate you giving me a shout. And I was like, whoo, I was on cloud nine. I was like, what? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, 
I just met met Millie, you know what I mean? Who's yeah. my my crush on, on TV. <laughs> and then bam, here's uh my 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 hobby man crush. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. So we went into a nice, you know, long conversation. And he hasn't posted in a while, in a hot minute. It's been months, maybe even a year. So I, I asked him, I said, dude, did you stop collecting? And he's like, no. He's like, my guys, my, my friends that are in the hobby, he's like, they've been getting all my case that I haven't been uh, posting a lot. He goes, but I just been so busy with my kids and work. He's like, but he goes, don't worry. I, I'll show you some of the things that I picked up since then. And dude, he just pr- proceeded to just send card after card of just crazy insanity cards i've never seen before that i never knew existed from alan iverson to kobe bryant to to messi to you know just all kinds of nuts and i'm just like this dude is insane wow one-on-ones you want to talk about chunky patches he got the chunky patches he got the flawless he got the old school like this guy serious collector and the crazy crazy part about it like i already said that his uh ig account is what i look at to try to like figure out okay which way I want to go with my my Iverson account. He he the first thing he said was like he's like bro, he's like I'm gonna be honest with you. He goes, what I have on IG is only five percent of what I actually have when it comes to Allen Iverson. And that just blew my mind. I was like, <laughs> how the hell is that even possible? <laughs> yeah, that's <clears throat> that's crazy, man. It's kind of I it is cool though, like that you use that as, as a virtual checklist. It's a lot better than looking at a, a checklist with no pictures. So, yeah. But yeah, it, it's cool though, man. I mean, you you might as well not leave the house, man. You, you might as well just pack it in, and you, like you're good to go after a weekend like this. Like, oh, bro, like, first, you know, we got we drop episode 100. We we get to meet all the people again that we had on our our show. So going through that, that was fun enough. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Just like the who's who in the hobby showing up and and congratulating us, so I was all you know on the high with that. Then come Saturday, going to meet Millie and, and doing that with my daughter, even better. And then today, getting the follow from Chris, and then on top of that, you throw my man, Philly Car Collector, and then chatting with him about his collection was just like whew, mind blowing, yeah. mind blowing, bro. Yeah. By the way, getting back to episode one hundred real quick, let's just milk that just one last time. Uh, Bro, I, man, I was, oh, I wanted you to cry so bad, man. I was like, ah, oh, because it was going to be great. I was going to call you a punk and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so and whoever hasn't seen it, check it out on YouTube. The eyes gets a little misty-eyed, you know, so. Yeah, bro, I was there. I, you know, I wasn't tears, but definitely misty-eyed. You know, the I was welling up a little bit. That, that was very nice of you, what you did. Getting in contact with Mr. James Mendoza from the Philippines, who I, from day one, he's been a supporter of us. And mm-hmm. um, it just, I always talk about how surreal it is that on the opposite side of the planet, he's doing everything that I've been doing in this hobby, collecting Allen Iverson, huge, you know, Sixers fan. He collects Michael Jackson, you know, he's a huge Karate Kid fan. Just like, Anything and everything that I do and that I like, he he does, and it's just it's pretty cool. So we're kind of kindred spirits, and uh, you made that connection. So that was that was really really cool having you know talking to him for the first time live, and not just through the DMs. So yeah, yeah. I, I was this close, <laughs> this close. Yeah, I'll get you yet. <laughs> but yeah, that, that that was super cool, man. I was like, and that's why I was like, man, when I saw him in the queue, I'm like, bro, this guy's all the way in the Philippines. I need to. Make sure he stays on there and doesn't disconnect. I was like, oh man, here we go. So thank you, James, for joining us. Appreciate that. 
Um, dude, uh, you get any show FOMO? Uh, yes. I get a FOMO about everything, bro. Honestly, there's there's so many things. Once you once you get on IG or even eBay, you know, and w- without with the things that I'm trying to collect, whether it's the Michael Jackson or the Allen Iverson <clears throat> or even the Stranger Things, like I see uh, Dustin with his collection that he's he's building over there with the autos and everything, and I'm like, damn. You know, like the fear you talk about fear of missing out. He's 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 racking up all the autos and in between him and slab stocks and, you know, and Courtney as well. I'm just like, man, I'm going to miss out if I don't start getting on these autos here. I'm trying to collect Michael. And then these guys are racking up on the stranger things or, you know, I, I see other people getting on the A.I. train and, and doing those types of things. So when it comes to the FOMO, even though we talk about how we've matured and we realize it's it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Mm-hmm. You still get those feelings, you know, especially when you're a, a set collector or even a, a player collector of things that you know that are rare and it will be difficult to get. And you see people racking up on it. And it's like, man, if I don't do what I got to do now, these guys are going to just hoard that stuff and you'll never see it again. So that that fear of missing out, that's always a factor. I mean, what about you? Not getting show from it, we're definitely itching to go to a show. We haven't been to one since the March Philly show. Yeah. And the fish challenge show just happened. So this will release it would have happened yesterday. Yep. And just, I can, like I said, I, I was busy all weekend. Didn't, didn't even get a chance. Um, didn't even think about it. Cause I, I knew I wasn't going to be able to, I remember uh, Debbie asked me if I was going to the show. I'm like, no, I, I'd love to, but didn't get there. So it, it's the national can't get here fast enough. I don't know if I'll get to a show before that, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's different than just buying cards online. I mean, we've talked about it. And also, I mean, the, the whole uh, meeting people aspect of it too, that's a whole nother thing. So not too much FOMO, but definitely, you know, like, uh, you know, a little, little, little itchy to get, get. To. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially like you said, because you, you, you can be on eBay all day long or, you know, you could look at other sites, but being there in the flesh, being able to touch the cards, see the cards, flip them over, and then having that contact with either the dealers or the people that you know, especially in Philly, you know, the relationships that we've built. Yeah, yeah. that's that's definitely, yeah, that I can see, yeah, the FOMO, just the fear, you know, just not even fear, just missing out, man. Just like, damn, I could have been there and just, you yeah. know. Not even necessarily picked up a car, but just to have been in the atmosphere. Because anytime there, there's people getting together in the hobby, you know, the community, that's just always an event. You, If you could be a part of it, you want to definitely be a part of it. Because you never know who you can meet that can lead you either to a card or to an opportunity in the hobby. Yeah. So when you're not there, you could definitely feel like you're missing out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or or who might come up to you and yell at you <laughs> about not liking your guests on their podcast. Uh, we'll, we'll just touch on that real quick. Uh, listen, man, if, if, if you feel so inclined to be upset about a guest that someone has on their podcast, whatever it is, I'm like, dude, sit back, relax, take a deep breath. Um, and don't go yelling at, 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 you know, listen, look, our buddy Rob had a, pretty weird experience at the show and nothing got crazy, but I'm like, you know, guy comes up and, 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 you know, he, it's his story, but he posted it today on Instagram and you can, guys can see, um, you know, and the gentleman had some choice words to say. Um, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, first of all, you know, 
you know, Rob from the air, they, they, you know, they know us from there. You don't really know these. So, you know, to come up to someone and yell at them, you don't know the kind of day that Rob could have been having and the reaction he's going to have to it. So it's like, come on, man. Like, it's just, you're just collecting cardboard here. I mean, I know there's a, you know, uh, nefarious action. I know you, that's your word, uh, you know, in the hobby that happens, but just chill, bro. Like, come on, man, let's just take a deep breath. And, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that guy feels bad about what he did because um, it's definitely not a good look to uh, roll up on somebody and start yelling at him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the crazy thing is, like, you know, you're, you're going to go out there and you're, you're going to have that type of animosity towards Rob, who he's a content creator. There's there's certain individuals out there that are polarizing. Like you said, the, you know, he had the great curator on. He had. Jeff, the sports card investor. So these two guys, they've become the punching bags. They become, you know, the scapegoats for anything nefarious, negative in the hobby. Now, whether or not that's the case, whether it's true or not, I I, listen, I don't know. All I can tell you is what I, I, I don't really know, Jeff, but I know Dan very well. And, and Dan's a good friend. So I... <laughs> Dude, all that, all that other stuff, all that stuff that goes on that they talk about, like I, I could care less. I, I've not been affected by it. I've not purchased the card because Dan's told me to purchase a card, or, or Jeff has told me to purchase a card. So I've not been involved in anything pumping and dumping or, or anything like that. I can only go based upon the interactions that I have with these individuals. And from what I tell, from what I can see from Jeff, he seems like a good guy. Maybe did some, you know, made some stupid mistakes along the way, but we all do. Nobody's perfect. You know, I always go back to the thing, you know, let he who was not guilty cast the first stone. Like, you know, like we, we could sit here and act like we're all perfect hobby little princes and, and, you know, collect the right way and do everything the right way. But we know that once money gets involved, all that shit goes out the window. You know what I mean? Like, our deepest, darkest desires come to the <laughs> forefront. What, yeah, once greed gets involved. So whether it's, you know, Dan, the great curator, Jeff, the sports card investor, or Joe Schmo from down the block, you know, trimming cars in his basement. You know, you don't know what people are doing behind closed doors. But to go ahead and take all that and then, you know, get almost to the point of, you know, physical with, with somebody you really don't know because he interviewed those, those people and to have nerve to be like, yo, don't you have kids? And, you know, like what the hell does that have to do with anything? As if what Jeff and Dan are doing are so detrimental to the, the, the well-being of anybody like kids, you know, like what, what, what? I don't know. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Man. Give me an example where, you know, Dan, the curator or Jeff, like did something to a kid that you could actually go up to Rob and be like, how dare you? Don't do, you know, <laughs> what about your kids? <laughs> you know, like what? Yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, listen again, to get that fired up. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. Hopefully uh, my man went home and uh, had a, uh, an adult beverage or, or something and just, uh, yes, bro. Yeah. Is, or is, maybe he had some before the show and that's what that might have been it, But to me, it's just hobby hypocrisy at its finest. You know what I mean? Cause like yeah. I said, nine times out of 10, you know, we, we do, we do stuff and I'll just say we, but I'm, I don't really mean me, but we as a hobby, we, we do, you know, things a lot of times that if nobody's looking and you can get away with it and you can yeah. make a buck, a little bit more money for doing what the hell we're talking about. Nine times out of ten, a lot of these people out here will do it. 
And it's not just Jeff and it's not just GC. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of old, you know, it, it's the people you least expect that are out there, you know, really the nefarious uh, fellows that nobody even knows about because they're so slick about it. Yeah. So it is what it is, man. Uh, let's finish on a positive note. Positive note being that I picked up two more of my 1956 top cards. So I'm now at 208. So how many? Um, I'm at 208 of 342, whatever that is. Uh, you know, it's it's late at night. My 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 uh, calculator broke. So uh, <laughs> let me see. Some of them I have to upgrade yet, but uh, I'm actually as we speak. I'm looking at one that I would like to pick up. And um so you said 342 and you have 208? Yeah, yeah. It's so actually three, it's actually 340, but then you have the two checklists. Okay. Well, with the checklist, you sir need 134 cards. Perfect. I actually picked up and I'll show this on YouTube. Um some inserts for my binder to make it look a little that's sexy nice, little sir. Binder, sir. Look at that. So, that says 1956 tops. Baseball, five cents on one side. And on the back, it has the uh, basically the big boy cards. Uh, Hank Aaron, Ernie Banks, Roberto Clemente, obviously. Mickey Mantle, Sandy Koufax, Willie Mays, Ted Williams, and Mr. Jackie Robinson. Look at that. So it's pretty cool. I picked that up on eBay and um, pretty nice. It's, uh, it's like on uh, – I thought it was just going to be paper, but it's like a cardboard. Is that the so one – the one set where Willie Mays, where Jackie Robinson is. Uh, no, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's this guy here. So it's Hank Aaron, but it's actually Willie oh, Mays. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, sliding into home base. So you got the so you got Hank yeah. Aaron his headshot, and then yeah. you have Willie Mays in the action shot. Yes. Yep. Yes, sir. That's crazy. dude. This this 56 Clemente, bro, and yeah, listen. Mr. Splenda just picked one up. Good yes, friend of the show. Very nice. Rent uh, a uh, nice addition to his uh, PC. Very happy for him. This 56 Clemente is so sweet. And there's a guy who did the painting of, of you know this famous pose of him uh, catching the ball out by the wall. And dude, the painting is like thousands of dollars, but you know, he did it so nice. Um, Danny Black put me on to him. I forget the artist's name. I'll have to reach out to Danny and see if I can maybe post it on Instagram or something like that. But, bro, really sick. Really sick the way that guy painted it. So I, I love that card. So he just did – it's just one portrait? Yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's the wall, very detailed. Like, I mean, it's it's, it's crazy. It's like – I think – I don't know if he did prints of it, but, like, the original one was super expensive. So, but listen, man, 101 is in the books. Here we go. Season three. Three. We are off and running. Um, obviously, we'll be back live on Thursday. Yes, sir. Memorial Day weekend edition. Oh, so, wow. let's get the. Uh, ooh, I already got the uh, the wheel spinning because, um, dude, I, like at this point, I'm like hitting my groove with the mailman, uh, you know, nicknames stuff like that. So, <laughs> uh, so listen, Appreciate that's all that. I got. Um, again, congratulations. The Millie Bobby Brown thing is now in the rearview mirror. You have officially won Father of the Year 2023. There it That's is. All you got. What's that? I said, there it is. Yeah, yeah. You officially won. You got tons of votes. Uh, I saw people commenting on your on your post once you put it up on Instagram. So it's a landslide victory. 
it will be, uh, you know, the coronation will happen at national at some point. So, <laughs> uh, so again, congrats, got it done. Now let's lock in. Let's get some, uh, let's get some AI bangers up in here and, uh, or those stranger things autos. Cause they're being hoarded in, uh, Wisconsin and, and all in the yeah. Midwest and all that stuff. You know, I, so. I just might have to like see if I say it then. No, yeah, don't say it because then you're gonna cause a yeah, <laughs> say whatever. it. See whatever, yeah. whatever. <laughs> the the new box set that's coming out from Zero Cool that still hasn't yet to be released that we that I won <clears throat> with the scratch off from the last year's national. That set, they're they already you know said there's going to be autos in there. Millie's going to be one of them. So I think that's going to be the set that I go all out. Like you want to talk about chasing the rainbow. That's going to be my set. That's going to be my 56. You know, I'm going to go all out on that, John. So I'm I'm normally not the kind of guy to, you know, I did for the last, for the butcher Billy set where I bought a a couple boxes, but this one I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go ham and I'm going to look to try to get the, the, all the rare autos and, and stuff like that, the one ones So really hammer that. That's going to be my set coming up. I like it. I like it. You got some time to, because uh, there's nothing been announced on that, correct? Nothing yet. Okay. Nothing yet. Oh, so you got some time. So from that point, you know, just still continue to do the MJs. Yeah. Um, you know, still, I, I still got a bro. I, I got to work on my 86 Fleer set. Like yeah, I, said, I feel I, like, you know, like that's how like, um, but I feel like those, like those cards. Um, well, I don't know about, I mean, because I know you're going after nines, I'm not sure how many nines are show. You know how plentiful they are at shows, where you can maybe find a guy who has two or three and maybe try to make a. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah, that's the tough part. They'll have them there, but to to always have a nine, you know, they 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 pop up all the time on eBay. Obviously, it's just a matter of being disciplined enough to say, okay, I'm going to take, you know, 150, 200 bucks to spend on that as opposed to something else mm-hmm. that I might want. And that's where I, you know, that's where the conundrum has been. Cause I, I could have easily, if I would have focused, I would have done had it, you know, and just maybe you know, been waiting on the MJ and, you know, some of the more expensive guys, the stickers. Yeah. So much for keep focused, but <laughs> I'm trying, bro. As they say, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, and the beauty of it all is there is no wrong way to collect. At the end of the day, it's what makes you happy. Be disciplined, but always make sure you're having fun in the process. Life is too short to get caught up in the drama. Don't be that punk that jumps up to get beat down. Be that guy who collects cards, is a positive influence in the hobby community, and who has fun the entire way. With that being said, if you like what you're hearing, give us a follow, rate, review, subscribe, and spread the cousin's gospel. And as always, keep focused, keep positive, and keep collecting. Hey, yo, Tone, bring the beat back.